Welcome to the Gimme's Podcast. I'm Drew Solomon. And I'm Danny Chad. This is our fifth interview for the podcast. And we just had to bring this special guest on for such a special episode. First one back in three weeks. You know the vibes. Team USA, long drive member, top eight at the World Long Drive Championship in 2017, 2018, world champion. And now the 12th ranked long driver in the world. And above all, number one dog dad, Wes Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, love it. What's going on, boys? I'm glad to be here, man. How are you doing, Wes? How are you doing, Wes? We appreciate you doing this. We just have a few yeah, questions for you today. We're looking forward to hearing your thoughts you could offer to the golf world and just see what's on your mind. We're going to pick it. Looking forward to it. Nice. Uh, let's knock it out. Yeah, let's get into it right now. Um, what got you into long drive, and have you simply just fallen in love with murdering the ball? <laughs> that's a that's a very long uh story but we'll 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 put it together really quickly so um obviously played golf my whole life uh i played uh high level in baseball and golf but uh decided to go with the college baseball route played a little bit of pro ball after that and then uh got back into playing golf professionally i think in 2015 i think 15 through 17 and uh, just like most, a lot of professional golfers ran out of money and, and realized everybody's good. So I was like, mm -hmm. might have to figure out a, a day job. And then, uh, so when I was, uh, before I got out of golf, my buddy and my, my brother were like, dude, you hit it past everybody when you play. Why don't you go try this long drive deal? And, and uh, this showed up the 2017 World Championships and, and almost ran the whole table. So made more money that week. Then I did playing for like two and a half years. So I think I made the right idea, but it's a lot easier to hit one club than 14, but we're getting back at it. That's what's up. When it comes to the weight room, what are some of the specific changes and focuses that you have incorporated into your routine specifically to be able to murder the ball? <laughs> I love how you guys keep using the term murder the ball. Um, dude, it, it really, I mean, it's, it's changed a lot. So like, obviously like I just said, come back from the baseball route and you're and your strength and all that stuff you're trying to push up as much weight as possible when you get into golf it's there's a lot of different dynamic movements that create speed so you're trying to more or less work on mobility and and, and trying to train the right way so it completely changed for me it went from trying to be yoked like a frat daddy like you guys or uh, <laughs> uh or you know trying to train with more of a purpose so one of my best friends alex pop who has a few guys out on tour right now is a, is a golf fitness trainer so we we went to work in 17 and and, and really uh kind of worked on dynamic moves and a lot more mobility stuff and and getting after it awesome yeah that's nice to hear um i can't even imagine the feelings and thoughts running through your head during this moment but i love I'd love for you to try and help me understand what it's like to win a GIS world championship. Dude, um, that's a, definitely a loaded question. I don't know how much uh, you guys read up on that story, but um, that was a, a championship in China in 2018. And obviously winning it against some of the best guys in the world was, uh, was a tremendous feeling. But we also, uh, it came along with a $150,000 paycheck that never came for about 11 and a half months. So... Uh, talk about being excited about winning a championship, being the best in the world, winning a, a good chunk of change, and then freaking out for 11 months where you're going to that paycheck came. So that's definitely a loaded question, but uh, dude, it's, you know how it is, man. Anytime you win, it's, it's an unbelievable feeling and, and it's something that you strive for. Right. That's really like, I, like I was watching kind of a bunch of different clips on that and just the way that it's just like operated is just so ridiculously cool. Yeah. Just like all the walk-ups and everything. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. 
Um, so next question. Most golfers we've interviewed have said that it was their parents or family members who got them into the game of golf. Who was it for you? Uh, I mean, I hate to be that guy and, and not give you an inter uh, interesting answer, but it's definitely my dad. So <laughs> I wish I had a cooler one than that. But uh, no, I started playing probably, gosh, before I even remember. And, and I, I remember playing at the country club growing up, um, gambling with my dad's buddies, like eight years old. So, and then, and then I was out driving by when I was like 10. So <laughs> it was a good time, but definitely, definitely my dad got me into it. Uh, who was like a coach or maybe mentor who also like helped you out with your golf game? Uh, with my golf game? I mean, it's, there's too many to even, to even count. Um, I'm, I'm really blessed to be down here in, in, in Jupiter, Florida with, you know, a lot of guys that are on tour now and, and a lot of guys that have made a fortune playing this game. And I mean, the list is too long to even talk about guys that have helped me out from Ryan Armour, Russ Cochran, Mark Chakrabecki, those guys that are out down here, hell, even Dustin Johnson being at the same gym. Um, but really, I mean, it, it's kind of in the golf, you know, obviously golf is a mental game. And I would probably say Mike Romano, who's a buddy of mine who actually played professional baseball with, who's a sports psychologist now, I would say it's probably helped me the most on the, on the course and off the course with the, the mental stuff. And, and it's not even, I mean, it's stuff that you do without even having a golf club in your hand. So, but yeah, I'd probably say Mike's helped me a lot. Yeah, that's awesome to have all those different mentors and to have all these different people just around you, just kind of going for the same thing. It's just like, I couldn't even imagine. So yeah. very, very happy yeah. for you in that sense. Um, is repetition for long drive as important as it might be for other sports? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's probably, I mean, repetition, yes. I mean, you're building a, a golf swing and that's maximizing speed, but I would say repetition more or less as the conditioning part of it uh we hit a lot of golf balls in a, in a short period of time and you're and you're trying to obviously swing as hard as you can or damn near close to it the whole time so i would say repetitions mainly the conditioning part of it is uh is the most beneficial I, a quick follow-up if you don't mind how is like the like if you're swinging the club as hard as humanly possible <laughs> how is the recovery and what do you do on a daily basis to make sure that you recover and able to do this type of repetition on a daily basis? Oh, dude, that's a good question. And if you ask Alex, my, uh, my trainer, he would tell me I don't do anything that I should do more, but um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's the, and, and you guys are young, so you guys don't hit that spot yet. But once you get old enough, <laughs> you start realizing rest and, and doing, you know, as little as possible is, um, is more beneficial than trying to bang golf balls. But uh I mean, yeah, you go your typical like ice bath stuff. You know, I, I had knee, my knee scoped three or four months ago, almost four months ago. So that's one thing I've had to deal with this past uh, year and this past world championships a couple weeks ago is, is really monitoring that. But I mean, it's, it's a lot of stretching, a lot of um, mobility work and, and in your old school ice, what hurts. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So our next question is going to hit a little close to home. All right. Let me show this story to one of the best dog owners on the planet. About a month ago, me and my buddy, Ryan Schmid, shout out Schmid, my boy, I drove and I drove to Ocala and met this random lady and got a black lab hound mix for $50 and named her Chloe with a K. Keep in mind, against my parents' wishes, they told me absolutely don't do that. One million percent wrong. And we made sure they did not find out. 
<laughs> we thought it had to be there had to be something wrong with Chloe because how could I get such a like ridiculously amazing dog for fifty dollars? And so I brought her to the vet. Um, everything turned out amazing besides an ear infection. I love this dog. She was doing so amazing. She was living in a fraternity house. She was getting so much love, so much attention. She was doing so amazing, like potty trained, crate trained, doing every, like she was doing so amazing. And I was having the best, it made me a fault like it. And I still miss her every day. She actually found family in Gainesville. So I am able to visit her whenever possible. But like my fraternity brother and his girlfriend, shout out both you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys so much for helping me. When I had the puppy, help me find a new home for in Gainesville, like I was saying, and I'm freaking devastated. And I do not know how to get over that, but that's a separate question. I'm going to get one in the future. That's that, whatever. I ended up telling my parents, ended up not being the biggest deal. Like they were very supportive and loved me for it and just thought that it was the right thing that I went with my emotions and my heart and followed it. But wasn't the best investment for me as a college student with not a lot of money, <laughs> but with that being said, Lulu and Callaway are two of the cutest dogs on the planet and it looks like they've been loving their life with you. I need a little advice about raising a dog since mine didn't go according to plan. <laughs> How much time you got, buddy? Hey, man, we got all done. <laughs> I will tell you, so, and, and the cool thing about Lulu and Callaway, they're both like only like 800 bucks and most golden deals go by like five grand now. So I will, I, we've been truly blessed and, uh, and it was definitely funny because we're like $800 for a golden duo, but they turned out perfectly. So uh, advice, I would say patience, definitely patience. Um, it's funny. Both of them are completely opposite. Uh, Lulu is an absolute angel and doesn't do any, uh, and she is literally the best. And then Callaway is um, the sweetest dog, but absolutely an ADD kid running around. So it's, it's definitely a happy mix, but dude, you know how it is. Dogs, uh, they are they were loyal, man. And I, I honestly, I, we, we got Callaway about a year and a half after Lulu, but like I, I was going through a lot in, uh, in 18 and 19 and that's a whole different story. But I, if it wasn't for my wife and, and, and that damn dog, Lulu, I don't know how, how, uh, how would have made it through. So it's, it's really cool that, you know, the bonds and, and, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, what's better than a dog's love, bro. Yeah, no, to be quite honest, the same kind of thing happened. It was going through with me. And I, <laughs> and I thought that uh, oh. that would be the best uh, option for me to have some type of companionship and have some sort right. Oh my oh, God, oh, there oh, we oh, are. Is that look, Callaway? This, this is Callaway. Oh. You know, look, buddy. Oh, oh, dude, he's the best. Look, hey, come here. He's a good dude. Oh, you want to say hey? Oh, you want to say, hey? yeah, look at this dog, dad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He, wow. I mean, he's easy, though. They're easy, man. So, I definitely, uh, we're definitely blessed. He's a, Maybe I'll get a, he's a good dude. Yeah, they, they're, they're awesome, man. You gotta take care of them, though. They like, uh, and I'll, I'll give Maddie credit. She, she brushes them a lot, but if you don't brush them, they, uh, they get mad and they're, they're tough to deal with. So, if you get one, you better, uh, you better stay on top of that. Yeah, definitely got to find a wife. Oh, and then, dude, hold on. Hold on. Look at this one. Look who decided to show up here. Lulu. Hey, Lulu. Hey, look. Look. What's up, no, she's... You want to say hey? They're the guests. They're wow. the best. They're the best. Yeah. Wow. So, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so we're going to – it was raining earlier, but we might take a stroll. We can't say the uh, WLK walk around here. They'll go nuts. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, I mean, they're de devastated if we don't go for it. But all right, let's go. All right, let's so now on. we're going to get into our favorite section, the explain that post section. We're going to start with the Instagram. Then we'll go to the TikTok. Let's get after it. So we want to hear your thoughts and maybe the backstory behind the post. Or so the video, uh, here so we go. Let us know. Am I supposed to be this nervous right now? No. <laughs> Steve Landell. That's uh, back in the day. That's dude. So I was um, playing in Sydney, Australia. So in the Australian Baseball League, playing for the Sydney Blue Sox. And uh, and then Steve Landell is actually living with us. Uh, with our host family over there. He's a left-handed pitcher and uh, he's out in, out in Phoenix. Awesome guy. He's actually, uh, he's coming to our, our music festival, which I don't know if you guys know that, but I'm part of the music festival. So hopefully we can see you guys in Phoenix next month. But uh, this was, uh, we got shot. They did, a, they did a shoot for the newspaper in, in Sydney. So that's what this was all about. So all these fake laughs right here, those 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 not, not genuine. <laughs> not genuine at all. But it was a hell of a time. Love it. All right, let's move to the TikTok. This Callaway, one, come here. Not really, um, not really the most funny, I would say, but definitely the coolest one we found. Yeah. So uh, let's explain this one. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh man, you got so, this plot. <laughs> so he so, me into it, and I showed up, and I had no well. expectations. Did it well, and then after the first day, I kind of knew I was. Had a chance, and I just wrote that out, and that's where I am right now. It's such an amazing story when you're talking about this sport and going to the world championship. Uh, and when you got to that, that night, and the lights were on, and the music playing, and you realize, man, I'm I'm here. Was it at that point point that you realized oh, maybe Jonathan Coachman talking this there? Reese is a great guy, ambassador for the sport, and when I knew that he was number one in the world, and I, I beat him. I knew I had a chance. I knew I was supposed to be there. And after that, it was, you know, it was, I was playing with house money. I was playing with house money. There, I wasn't supposed to be there. Nobody knew who I was. We had, but it made a million dollars in Vegas, so they had odds on me, you know, right? And it really is one of the best experiences of my life in sports. And I've made it pretty high for me, you know, multiple sports. Looking back on it, I was like, you know, it was crazy I was there. But, you know, I was probably blacked out the whole time. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, this, this is actually kind of a, a funny backstory. So obviously that's 2017, uh, you know, when the club broke off my back, drilled a guy in the stands, old Dean, Dean Jarvis in the stands, uh, still a sore subject because it had like 50 million views and I made $0 off of it because NBC makes it sign off the rights. But that particular, uh, that video, I know we were doing an interview, me, Josh Cassidy with, uh, with Jonathan Coach and that's kind of where the back, uh, the the storytelling of that thing is from but that video is actually coming after if you scroll through my tiktok i had a video that's had like nine hundred thousand views that had all my my um yardages with my irons and there's like twenty nine thousand comments and twenty eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine of them are are negative <laughs> so they're all just like this is a joke i didn't I had no idea what cap meant so i saw these blue caps and i was like i had to call my buddy i'm like what does cap mean so um which is kind of funny. You look back on it now. So, um, but yeah, I was getting, I was getting so much uh, negative feedback from these people. And, and it was like, so my, my buddy, who's uh, Danilo Lewis, uh, Garth, uh, he, he is the media guy for the chain smokers. So all the pictures you see of the chain smokers, he's the one actually takes it. He's on a, on tour and all that stuff. So he's the one actually edited this video. He's like, let me post this on your TikTok 
and and kind of announce your your presence and, and get back to all these haters so that's where that video came from which i thought was really cool to do that uh, but obviously breaking a shaft and, and hitting the guy who stands on on uh, on television with a couple million people watching it's pretty pretty wild story we talked about um you murdering the ball but you almost just murdered that man <laughs> dude it's uh it, a little backstory on that too so dean jarvis he started um um I think it's amputee lawn drive or adaptive lawn drive like a uh, couple of years back. And obviously thank goodness Dean is, sa is like safe and didn't hurt him, but like actually turned out pretty cool because it actually put some, uh, shed some light on, on what they do with adaptive lawn drive and, and, and seeing all those guys and men and women that have, you know, um, sending it out there just like we are and, and, and all that cool stuff. So it definitely, uh, had a shiny moon at the end of it after after it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> um, now here's our final question for you, Wes. When can the Gimme's podcast play a two v one scramble versus you? Whenever you guys want that noise, I don't you know where I'm at. Yeah, honestly, you know where I'm at. All right, so if you get on ninety five head south from Gainesville, what like two and a half hours, you can come anytime. I will be there. Make sure, uh, <laughs> make sure you bring uh, bring your wallet or, or ask your dad for a little bit extra allowance because we're not playing for nothing. <laughs> I'll be taking your money, so it doesn't even matter. Sure, come on, son. Come on, son. I love it though. I love it. I love it. We'll get it done. We'll get it done soon. Uh, oh, we got to do that yeah. soon, hundred percent. We got to get that done. We'll bring our we'll bring our videographer crew, everything. Yeah. Any social media promotion, shout them out now. Anything you want to, anyone, any person, anything you want to shout out now, shout them yeah. out. I mean, obviously, uh, we got to shout out the party tour, uh, my, the music golf festival in, uh, in Phoenix, November 12th. So if you're in the Phoenix area, second week of November, come check it out. We literally turn a, a golf range and a golf course into Coachella, pretty much. We have wow. stages, we have live art, we got food, we got drinks, we got um, and then Big Gigantic's playing this one. So we have some we have some pretty big acts. It's going to be a good time. So check out at, at the party tour. If you're in Phoenix, hell, if you're in Florida, fly out there for it. And then, uh, yeah, that's it, boys. What Shout are the you odds yourself out, out What are the uh, odds to get out there? I'm doing Hey, I know a guy can put you on the list. So all you got to do is get there. I can make sure you get in the door. All right. Yeah. We'll definitely <laughs> be contact for that. Thank you so much, Wes. We appreciate this more than anything. You're actually exactly who we thought. You're amazing, man. We actually appreciate yeah, you. We're looking forward to following you for the yeah, rest of your thank career. Thank you so much, Wes. No, boys, I appreciate what you guys are doing. It's awesome, man. And, and like I said, any help you guys need. And, and uh, let's keep pushing you guys forward, man. Let's do it. All right, let's yeah. do it. And we got to play that 2v1 because I promise you don't want it. <laughs> All right. Love it. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Yeah, boys. All right.